Welcome back to Relax with Animal Facts. I am Steph Wolf, and today I am going to be learning with you about our furry, scaly, or possibly even slimy friends. And in today's case, it is probably a mixture between scaly and slimy because it is the oh-so-wonderful giant tortoise. This, of course, is a very special listener episode dedicated to Liana, who wrote in via email. Thank you so much, Liana, for writing in for the nice email and for the wonderful suggestion that we are going to be covering today. Unfortunately, I still do not have access to my Instagram account, so any new episode suggestions are all going to be coming from the email. So as many of you know, the last episode was more than a couple of weeks ago, and the reason I say that I know that is because many of you have sent me some very nice but also very concerned messages asking, where is the podcast? So let me just clear the air with saying that everything is wonderful with me here in good old Canada. Um, I have just not been posting due to scheduling difficulties. I work a couple of different jobs and I live in a house with other people who seem to really value their sleep and rightly so. It would be a bit of a funny irony if I, who am making a podcast to help each of you out there listening fall asleep and stay asleep that I would record at times where I would disrupt other people's sleep. That would be kind of funny. But the fact of the matter is, is that usually during the day I'm working early morning. So around uh, 7 a.m. is when I'm, I'm leaving the house and I will be sort of working on and off until uh, sometimes past five o'clock. And then I have a full house that is plenty loud and doesn't really allow me to record an episode. My living situation is likely to change within the next a few months, maybe four to six months. So maybe that will change, but I am lucky enough to have a nice, quiet house to myself for now. And I took a shift off of work so that I can make this episode for all of you concerned listeners out there. I would love to do the show more. The show doesn't run ads or anything like that. There are a few of you that support uh, the show on Patreon just to help pay with some of the hosting per month because I also have to work to pay that as well. So unfortunately, the show doesn't pay the bills. 
And really, if the show was ever to make any money, I would likely be supporting charitable causes and things like that, so it wouldn't really matter all that much. But my living situation and a big career change that's happening in a couple of months might free up some of my time that I can make more of the show. This all being said, I want to thank all of you. I am so grateful to have such a loyal uh, listenership, such a nice group of listeners out there. I am so glad that you are part of the Animal Podcast family and that you always look forward to episodes. And that makes me feel not so good about these hiatuses that sort of happen. But I hope all of you understand. I hope you all know how grateful I am to host a show like this where I have many of you listeners out there enjoying the content and it helps you. So thank you all from the bottom of my heart. And it is kind of fitting that the host of an animal podcast series might be a busy bee. But we'll go day by day, which is important. We don't know what tomorrow will bring. So let's all look to the horizons and hope that we can get a very consistent going episode schedule. So anyways, enough about me and about hiatus. I want to get into our wonderful giant tortoise friends so we can learn together. First, I am just going to go to a review that comes from Art Train Fan Rin. I hope I am saying that right. And Art Train writes from Great Britain on Apple Podcasts. And Art writes, Nice podcast and calming. From the UK, P.S. Please to Basking Shark. Thank you, Art Train Fan Rin, for this five-star review. I will be sure to add Basking Shark to the list. Sharks, pretty much all sharks, are so, so cool. And the Basking Shark sounds like a very laid-back shark that we can all have a great time learning about. If the show has helped you and you want to help grow the show, leaving a review is one of the biggest things that you can do. So thank you, Art Train, and thank you to those of you that continue to support the show in this way. So I got my facts from JustFunFacts.com. I did not know much about giant tortoises before using this resource. So please, for those of you that want to learn more facts about different things and animals, you can check out those resources in the show notes of the show. And now I want all of you to turn your attention to maybe where you're carrying some of your tension. It might be in your head or in your neck or in your arms, your legs. Everyone is different. 
In my case, I am fairly loosey-goosey right now. I just came back from work, but for many of you, it is likely to be different. So I want you to try your best to relax whatever part of your body or maybe even your whole body. You might be tense all over. So relax those parts of your body as we go into this immersive experience with me, Steph Wolf, onto the Galapagos Islands where we can find the giant tortoise. So the first fact is that the giant tortoise isn't just found on the Galapagos Islands, but they are also found on the islands of the Western Indian Ocean. And as you can imagine, giant tortoises are very big in comparison to many of their cousins. And the name giant tortoise is ascribed to any of the various large land tortoises that are common to those Western Indian Ocean Islands and the Galapagos Islands. And they are from two remote groups of tropical islands, the Aldabra Atoll and Fregate Island in Seychelles. I hope that I am saying that right. And for those of you that are unaware of where the Galapagos Islands actually are, but you keep hearing about the Galapagos Islands, they are in Ecuador. And you might be thinking, how on earth did these giant tortoises make their way to these islands? Were they always there? Or how on earth did they get there? Well, researchers say that they originally made their way to islands from the mainland via oceanic dispersal. And it is written here that the tortoises would be aided for such a long journey by their ability to float with their heads up and to survive up to six months without food or fresh water. That is a very amazing fact and is comical when you apply it to the human experience. So in years past, before we had the invention of airplanes and they were made to be commercially used, people would have to take very long boat rides across the seas to get to where they wanted to go. It would be pretty interesting if humans could do this tortoise traveling strategy where if you wanted to travel across the sea to some islands, you could just go in the water with your head up above it and just drift towards where you want to go. That, of course, is not a reality in the human experience and I'm not even sure what you would do for six months even if you could survive without food or 
fresh water, it would get pretty boring. But enough silliness, let's keep learning about the giant tortoise. They have many subspecies that are found on different islands and will have some pretty distinct differences in their appearance. Two things in particular stand out about giant tortoises. The one thing is their size, of course, as their name betrays, and their longevity, meaning how long they live for. They are among the world's longest living animals, with an average lifespan of 100 years or more. So they can live on average of more than a century. That means that if me and a tortoise were to be born at the same time and we were to grow up together, it is quite likely that the grandpa tortoise would outlive the grandpa Steph Wolf. That is amazing. The oldest living land animal is believed to be Jonathan, a Seychelles giant tortoise, originally from Seychelles, but now a long-time resident of the remote South Atlantic island of St. Helena. He is believed to be born in 1832, making him over 187 years old in 2019. That would mean that this year he would be 189. His age has been reliably estimated from the fact that he was said to be fully mature when he arrived on the island in 1882. So they just subtracted 50 from 1882. He can even be older than that. The age of giant tortoises can also be determined by studying growth rings on their shells, which is how we know they are the longest living vertebrate on record. And not only is their longevity giant, but they are very physically giant as well. They can weigh more than 400 kilograms, which is close to 900 pounds, 880 pounds specifically, and they can grow to be more than 1.3 meters in length. That is about 4 foot 3 if you were to stand these guys upright. The biggest tortoise ever weighed was a male named Goliath, and he was 135.8 centimeters long, which would make him about 4 foot 5 standing upright, 102 centimeters wide, which is about 3 foot 4 inches, and about 2 feet and 3 inches high, which is about 68 and a half centimeters. So he was a big boy, and he weighed in 
at a whopping 919 pounds. That's 417 kilograms. So when we say giant tortoise, that is not a name that was given in hyperbole or exaggeration of any kind, but it is quite fitting as we can see. If they could walk on two of their hind legs, they would be very intimidating. And all tortoises are shielded by the protective covering of their shells. The top shell of a tortoise is called the carapace, and the bottom shell that covers the tortoise's belly is called the plastron. So they have a different name for the different parts of a shell. And in their days of laying on their plastron or on their shelled belly, tortoises will live out their lives dozing off in the sun for up to 16 hours a day. They will spend the other portions of their lives munching away on grass, leaves, and even cactus. The more I am reading about the giant tortoise, the more I am seeing that they are very unique, majestic animals, and pretty hardcore as well. But they make sure to get plenty of rest before eating their cactuses, as we have just read, up to 16 hours per day. So we are talking about over a century in which they are sleeping 16 hours a day, 365 days a year. I'm sure that a lot of us, including many of you parents out there, really envy the giant tortoise. Giant tortoises lay eggs, and females lay their eggs in nest holes, which they will cover and then leave. The babies hatch in four to eight months, and they are on their own from the beginning, something that is completely foreign to the human experience. This is a stark contrast from human babies in which we were completely dependent upon our parents for sustenance and for shelter and safety. So just another thing to add to the hardcore nature of the giant tortoise. The Galapagos tortoise, from which the name Galapagos derives, have come to symbolize the islands, their unique fauna, and the threats to it. So we see just how special and important these gargantuan tortoises are. When Spanish navigator Thomas de Bertanga and his fellow explorers discovered the Galapagos Islands in 1535, they found so many giant tortoises that they named the islands Galapagos, which is Spanish for tortoise. Biologists estimate that 250,000 tortoises inhabited the islands when Bertanga and his men arrived. Giant tortoises were highly prized by the pirates and whalers 
who frequented the islands from the 17th through the 19th century since they could be kept alive on ships for months by providing fresh meat and supplementing what must have been a very dull diet. So we can see that the giant tortoise throughout history has been something that has drawn the attention of everyone, including pirates and whalers who saw them as a very prized novelty. And that is just a little historical story that I thought you would find interesting. The Galapagos tortoise numbers declined from 250,000 approximately in the 16th century to a low of around 3,000 in the 1970s. And the decline was caused by an overexploitation of the species. And as you can imagine, the giant tortoise is not exactly known for its speed, which makes it a very easy target for many poachers and other sort of people that may have visited the islands from the 16th century to the 20th century. There are many conservation projects that deal with tortoises specifically and with the maintenance of many different environments, so if you wanted to support something like that, there are plenty of them online. And I usually finish the show with the name as to where did the name giant tortoise come from, but we have already covered that, so I will go on to just thank you all for listening to the show, for being such amazing fans, and I am grateful to have all of you as part of the Animal Podcast family. I get so many emails and messages whenever there is a break in between episodes, so I think it might actually be a bold strategy where if I need more animal suggestions and I would like some emails from you guys, I can just leave the computer for a little bit and get some new ones rushing in. I am just joking around, and I am so happy that you could join me on this episode, and I hope that you join me on the next podcast episode with the next animal. Take care.